Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. You are listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Engston. All right. Welcome back to the Built to Grow podcast. I'm your host, Tim Lyons, in studio, joined as always by Randy Engston. What's up, feller? <laughs> feller? I like it. Whatever we'll comes off the it. top of my <laughs> tip of my tongue. There you go. There you go. Got a good show for you guys today. It's going to get deep in the weeds on a couple of cool things. But before we do that, you guys have very little time left to get into the CLA workshop. That's the Automate Your Gym workshop we're hosting October 6th and 7th. And the URL for that to join? pfmarketingsolutions.com slash automation. Cool. And if you guys want to get on a call, don't forget pfmarketingsolutions.com slash call. You can jump on a call with Randy, go over details. You did some screen shares today with some yep, clients yep. to go over that. And uh, yeah, we're doing some pretty, pretty amazing things with the automation. Um, I just set up our one of our coaching clients in um, in Canada today with the accountability campaign. Nice, yeah. built we, that t- out. we talked about that on the, the call today. Yeah. Some of the other you know layers that we can build in yep. using the software, sure. Um, here's here's one that we ne- we really haven't ever talked about um the automation tool so automation guys and when you're doing lead generation um we all know that the time to contact uh, a lead is very important mm-hmm. and sometimes automation goes and comes and everything's great but you still don't get a hold of somebody and there's never a bad time to pick up the phone and call a lead now in the past a lot of times you would set up your Google Sheet to, you know, basically get a new lead and you maybe get an email. But when you're busy and you're not really staring at your computer screen, a lot of times those leads will come in and you don't call sure. or until the next day. Yeah. We set up automation to actually trigger a physical light on our front desk to turn red when a new lead came in. And that would trigger our front desk team to pick up the phone and get on a call. How cool is that? Now we're taking it from online to offline. We're triggering the Philips Hue light. Yeah. And you can turn it any color. We have, I had one set for blue for profit leads and red for pulse leads. Yeah. And so it'll change colors. But yeah, that was a really cool tool. So when the light was red, if she was making a smoothie or talking to a client, she knew there's a new lead that needed to get handled. And a lot of times she would go in and look at keep and see that they were responding already and she would turn the light off. Sure. Uh, but if they hadn't responded yet, that's just the time to pick up a call. How cool is that? I thought that was super cool. Taking automation offline. Yeah. Yeah. That's a whole nother game. And there's all kinds of stuff you can do with postcards and gifts in the mail that you never have to actually physically lick a stamp or address an envelope. It all happens automatically. But that's not what we're talking about today. <laughs> Totally off topic. Uh, today's show is uh, what is your gym's belief in fitness? We are gyms and fitness is a broad topic, broad scope. And there's a lot of different beliefs and methodologies and uh, modalities yeah. of, of fitness. And we want to ask you what your gym's belief is. And it doesn't matter what it is. It's the biggest takeaway here is that 
your entire team is on board with the same belief as you. And that your clientele understands that. That's true. That's the thing. So it's got to roll down into your client experience, right? It's got to be exemplified through through action, through conversation, through the communication. Yep. I mean, this is, these are the things that you should reinforce across the board. Yeah. I'm going to tell you a little quick story. A little okay. story about uh, 2010. I was in the gym. And at the time, if you remember our model, if you follow me at any time, it was a, a gym that had training if you wanted it. Yep. So it was, it was come in, use the equipment, but we had training there for, for clients. And we had five different independent trainers. Okay. I didn't know how dumb that was at the time because I really didn't know, right? You only don't know what you don't know, right? So one day I was in the gym and I was just sitting back and you were probably there. Mm -hmm. You were there all the time. And I was looking at the gym and I was looking at the five coaches training their clients and nothing seemed to be the same. There's nothing uniform, yeah. We had a guy named Todd. Todd was a hardcore Marine CrossFit guy. Everything was high intensity and he was kicking the crap out of his clients. And we had Kathy. Kathy had older clientele, groups of three to five, older women all the time, bands, light dumbbells, very lightweight movements and bodyweight stuff. Mm -hmm. Then we had Rob and we had April. They were both figure competitors. Rob was a bodybuilder and April was a figure competitor. And she was training always for shows. Yep. And Rob was training his clients for shows. And then you had James. James was probably the closest trainer to what we have today. All of his clients seemed to be executives, financial advisors. We had, you know, they were big time business owners and they just wanted that personal attention to be told what to do. And he took them through very general fitness style training. And so I started thinking about what are we doing here? What <laughs> yeah. is our culture here? What is really going on? And it kind of hit me one day. It's like, really, it was interesting because I would, I was always doing all the sales and I would listen to somebody's goals and I would pick the coach that I thought would be the best for them. Sure. And I, I nailed it most of the times. There was very little times where they would switch because they didn't like a coach. Again, these guys were independent trainers and they could do whatever they want and charge whatever they want. I was mostly interested in the membership, Yep. right? The monthly reoccurring membership. Um, obviously we've made a dramatic change since then. And for a lot of reasons, but the point of this is, is that nobody knew what we stood for. Nobody mm -hmm. knew when they came in, what were, we were a training gym, but what, what kind of training, what did, who were our clients? Our clients were literally everybody. Anyone. Yeah. 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 And, you know, and it was mostly because it was all the independent trainers. They didn't work for me. They were, they rented the space and, um, <laughs> and they just did their own thing sure. in my four walls. I, I highly recommend not doing that um, for a lot of reasons. You have zero control. You have zero control if Rob pisses off some lady and now your gym's got a bad name because he hurt somebody mm -hmm. or James or Kathy or whatever. Um, you have no control mm -hmm. and you have no culture. And so, no, we didn't really have happy hours. We did our holiday parties. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun, but really none of the clients ever really knew each other, just the ones that trained with that coach. Correct. Yeah. And so it comes to the point where this, you know, like today, this topic's like, what is your belief in fitness? What do you believe as a, as a gym? And we, we put our flag in the ground not too long after that and said, we are a functional training gym. We train our clients 
through movement patterns that mimic everyday life. Yes. We train our clients like athletes, train on their feet moving in multiple directions. And that was what we stood for. It was on our website and it was our thing. And as we hired coaches in, we taught them the way. We taught them this is what we believe in. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. There before that or through that transition, and I, I don't think I don't know if you're going there, you controlled that. Right. And then the people coming on board weren't any longer operating on their own realm with their own beliefs. They came in as part of the Pulse Fitness team yes. under that umbrella as an employee. Yes. And that this, was a and big this was like transition. Late 2010. Mm-hmm. So we wiped out all the independent trainers, told everybody, hit the, hit the bricks. Hit the bricks. Take your clients with them. Some clients stayed, whatever. And we hired our own coaching staff and we started training. And this, again, this is now, I guess, nine or 10 years ago. We went to a semi-private training model and we trained our clients in a functional manner on their feet, moving in multiple directions. We trained our clients like athletes. These are all the things that we talked about. And we we created a culture and we attracted and spoke to a client that then fit our model. Mm -hmm. And all the clients got on board or the coaches got on board. The clients knew what to expect. And then the clients can then speak to other, their friends and family on our behalf about the way we train and what we do. When you don't have this, and I can see this happening if you're trying to change things and maybe you, you have a coach that's rogue and doing their own thing, it could dramatically affect the customer experience of your entire facility. And you're putting yourself at a lot of risk if you allow this to happen. So I highly recommend that the, the training and the programming should come from the top down. It should be controlled by one coach, if it's your fitness director or your lead coach. And this coach should be the one that basically programs for the entire gym. And the coaches underneath that would then just facilitate the mm-hmm. program that then, you know, the fitness director created. That it's, to me is a system. It, yeah, you know what I mean? That's control as, a, as an organization, as a, as a business, you're controlling that system. If, you, if we compare ourselves to other fitness or other businesses outside of fitness, right? The Starbucks, the restaurants of the world. I mean, you, you walk into a Mastro's or a nice steak restaurant. It doesn't matter what individual walks up to you in a white button up with a black tie on, you're going to get the same exact wash, rinse, repeat service from, you know, the gentleman who's 45 or the the 18-year-old female because they control that service, right? The the staff is trained with the beliefs of the facility 
and it's just execute as opposed to, you know, everyone running around doing their own thing. Businesses right. like that don't have success long term when everything is in, you know, I don't want to say disarray, but there's no organization behind it. There's no methodology and belief systems mm-hmm. to facilitate their and execute their client experience. Every time you walk into those places, you know exactly what you're going to receive. That's the goal and the objective of our businesses as well. Yes, yes. And that's something that I th- we, we're just trying to draw, like shine a light on is understanding all of the variables, control as many of those. So your clients have a, a familiar experience. Yeah, control the controllables. And I, and I have a, actually a presentation I'm giving this week mm-hmm. to, a, to a mastermind group that's <clears throat> not my own. But uh, that's one of the biggest things is control the controllables. Don't leave anything to chance. Yeah. And as soon as you get that wrapped around your mind, then things, then, I mean, yes, it creates a lot of work for you to create those systems. But when you have that system, you control the experience and essentially you're controlling your destiny of your gym. You're not, you're not leaving it up to the chance. You're not leaving it up to that new coach that decides that he wants to take grandma through a bodybuilding routine, split routine from, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, yeah. you know, bodybuilding. <laughs> Armageddon one day. Just yeah. <laughs> bodybuilding.com or bodybuilding magazine or whatever. Yeah. And you have a consistent experience between coaches. And so think about this. Think about this for a second. In your gyms today, gym owners that you're listening to this, do you have a consistent methodology? Mm-hmm. Before we get into, you know, some of those different options there, mm-hmm. we talk, we've talked about it recently and we talk about it kind of, I mean, I know it's part of our coaching program and we talk about it pretty consistent. When you execute the same client experience that's in the line, what you're doing every single time, wash, rinse, repeat, you're re-solidifying your brand promise to your client. That relationship is what keeps people coming back. It's, you know, as long as you continue to provide results for the client, but you do it in a manner where you're, you're not just every day it's something new, right? There's no consistency. The client is confused all the time. No, mm-hmm. provide that, execute your brand, your client experience in the same manner that you've promised, that client's going to stay with you for the long term. Totally, yeah. The people, relationship, it's every day, it's dues paid, you know? People want consistency. Yeah. yeah, they want consistency. And so you can create that. The, the good news is you have complete control over how your clients are being trained. Assuming you have employees yep. and not independent contractors that are running their own show, like I did ten years ago, I did it wrong. I mean, I'll be, I'll be the first one to tell you, and I tell people that have independent trainers this exact thing: yeah, that you're you're leaving too much up to chance, and you're not controlling the controllables because you can control the workout. That is your. Pretty much your product. It's one of the deliver. I mean, that is a, a key deliverable in this yeah, business. Yeah. yeah, it's your product is uh is the workout. So there's a lot of ways to do it. I mean, there's you know I don't think he's doing it anymore. But Rick, our friend uh, with Alloy, he used to have a licensing company that would do the do the programming for facilities. And I'm not sure he's doing that anymore. You might want to check with him. But if you don't have somebody you trust, or you're worried that person is going to come and go, and you're going to have to backfill that, like you could always outsource the workouts and you know i guess outsource it but like i don't know contract out or contract sir, out. yeah bring in sure the the workouts themselves the programs and then you have a consistent across a crisp consistent workout across all the coaches and that's really the takeaway here is if they train with trainer a b c or d are they getting the same experience between each one of your 
coaches? And, and if the answer is no, uh, it's time to probably take a harder look at what's going on in the four walls of your business. I mean, even if we talk, I mean, nutrition would be really easy to kind of throw this out there and say, you know, if you have nutrition in your facility, you might have a few styles of diets, you know, meaning like, okay, maybe maybe you're founded in like a, a paleo, you know, realm, but you're not going to say, okay, we have every diet under the sun for our clients to be able to take part in and we believe in all of them. Well, no. Because this is going to contradict this, which is going to contradict this. Fitness is the same way. I mean, you're not you, running these gyms. It's not like we have the one guy who's the strongman competition over here. Mm -hmm. And then we're throwing him in the mix. And then all of a sudden you're doing a CrossFit workout. And tomorrow you're doing, you know, better butts with, so you know, Zumba or I don't know. Like mm. your clients are showing up because of what they signed up for, what you, what you promised them. You need to re-solidify that every day. And don't in, expect your clients to even know what they want. So you, it's up to you to tell them what they need. You know what I mean? And yes, you can mix some bodybuilding or oh, explain movements or isolation movements in with functional training. You can mix high intensity interval training in with some of your other programming. You can't, but if that has to be across the board. Correct. Yeah. You can do a mixed match. I'm not saying it all has to be functional or it all has to be bodybuilding. You can do a combinations and you know, and we won't get into the actual workouts themselves. What we're talking about here is the what what does your gym believe in when it comes to fitness, and what do, what do you believe? And that should be something that should be top of mind, right? Top of mind for you as a facility, but also the coaches. The coaches have to know and understand and speak the same language as you, as the facility owner or the fitness director or the other coaches. They all have to speak the same language. Absolutely, and it get congruency, and and it has to be a thread. Like mm -hmm. you said, it just, it has to, in order to be able to execute it. So the question is to you, gym owners, what does your gym look like? Do you got a bunch of uh, rogue trainers doing their own thing or do you control the workouts? Do you control the experience? And if the answer is the first one, you have a bunch of rogue trainers, it's probably time to rein that in and get, get some things changed. Okay. That's our advice to you today. Take it, run. Take it, run. All right, guys, until next episode, keep changing lives. We'll see you. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for listening to the Built to Grow podcast where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you got to do is join our private Facebook group, Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals right now. Just head on over to Facebook and type in Marketing Talk with Fitness Professionals. And when you join, we're going to give you free access to our 10 fitness marketing strategies, seven figure gym owners use to win. All right, I look forward to you joining us next time on the Built to Grow podcast. Keep building something great.